there, folks. Welcome to Movies for Guys Who Like Movies, Episode 3. And it is... I don't know this for sure, but I'm going to assume it is Josh Davis's favorite movie. It's not my favorite movie, but oh. it's it's uh, it's up there for rewatchable movies, for sure. Top ten, maybe. Yeah, it's up there. Okay. As far as rewatchable movies, it's definitely one of the one of my top top ones. Awesome, awesome. This uh, I'll get to the history in a second. Let's get rid of the plugs. Follow us on X at EddieC85 or Joshy Knows Best or EC underscore Hero or Instagram at EC HeroCast. Um, yeah, so this is uh, Roadhouse 1989. Do a little time capsule quickly. Um, so 1989, I uh, what was I? Four years old. So my parents had bought a house in a small town in Ohio where we moved in '89. So that's what I was up to. <laughs> Springwood, Ohio, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, On Elm Street. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what what month did this come out? Do you know? Oh gosh, um, I just did the year. I I don't even remember. Uh, this check. came out in May. Oh, geez, May nineteenth. Big day. Oh boy. Yeah. Kane and Roadhouse, same day. Mm-hmm. See no evil in Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, see no evil. Two. Two Titans of Hollywood. Yeah. Have you actually seen those movies? Seen no Oables? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> <laughs> They're not bad. I like the second one better, actually. The second one's better than the first one. I think I just made a... I think I just rebelled against the movie because I hated the marketing for it so much. So. Mm, yeah. Yeah, um, I would, on, on their own, I, I mean, the first one I definitely think was felt more like a WWE-style movie especially with that marketing. But the second one actually just feels like a straight-up horror movie, to my opinion. Well, speaking of that, our champions in May of 1989, WWF champion, I'm sure we can all figure who that is. The, the, the big boy, Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. Old Hollywood Hogan. Uh, just fresh off beating the macho, man. Yeah, sad. Uh, nope. NWA champion course who else nature boy yeah seemed like they're simultaneously champs a lot of the time <laughs> back in the day it's like well they're they, it's like well they got their big boy at top we gotta have flair to match them seems like it this one i had to pull up awa champion well can't be our alumni that's in this movie um can't be Mr. Perfect, who was the correct one last time. This time, let's see, 89 AWA. I'll give you a hint. He did color commentary. Color commentary. He did it in WWE or, w or WCW? Yeah, I can't go that far. <laughs> ah. Um, Tabisco. Yes. Larry... Zabisco, the old man from Pittsburgh. 
And then the IWGP champion, one of my favorites, Big Van Vader. About oh, that. nice. Yeah. R.I.P. to a real one. Yeah, that's true. Uh, number one song, I'll Be There For You by Bon Jovi. Not the Baywatch theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Man. Budget, $15 million. Box office, $61.6 million, which is 46.6. And then the inflation, $114.7 million. I, uh, I was blown away by the critical and fan reception of this movie. Yeah. Critics, 41%. And fans, just 66 Not much better. And not only that... <laughs> This movie received a number of ras- Golden Raspberry nominations. Yeah, I've, I've never understood that. I mean, I, I'm sure there, you know, there's critics and uh, you know, valid stuff that's wrong with this movie, but I, not to the point where I think it's like an all-time, you know, cheesy or bad movie or anything. Yeah, it didn't win any. It was nominated for a worst picture <laughs> with uh, Star Trek: Final Frontier one. I don't think I've seen that. Uh, Karate Kid 3 was nominated. I think... Okay, yeah, I've seen that. That's with uh, Terry Silver. I like Karate Kid 3. They can go screw themselves. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's not the best, but it's Uh, it's fun. I like like Terry Silver, and that's why. He's always been a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I agree. I I like him. Lock Up with Celeste Stallone. I've not seen that. I, I like that movie. And Speed Zone. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. Uh, nominated for Worst Actor, also with uh, William Shatner for Final Frontier. Who got nominated? Swayze did? Yeah, crazy. What a bunch of crap. Uh, they need to get off their high horses. Tony Danza also nominated for She's Out of Control. Never seen that. Nope. Uh, Ralph Macchio for Karate Kid 3. Oh, jeez. So I mean, he... Ralph Macchio is not bad in Karate Kid 3. The only complaint is he's like 25 playing 16 or whatever. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Sylvester Stallone for Lockup and Tango and Cash. Come on Okay, now. Like, uh, Tango and Cash is like a guilty pleasure movie, but like I could see maybe saying that's a Raspberry type award, but look, if you've never seen Lockup, dude, like Lockup is pretty good in my opinion. Might have to. Like, I, I think you'd like it. Basically, he's like, the premise of the movie is, he's like a, he's got like a minimum security prison that he's sent to for like committing some crimes. And he can, he's, ser- he's serving out his like remaining days there. Like he's nearly done with his sentence. Like it's, it's like a setup where he could kind of come and go. Uh, but he has to go back and like serve his time. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but basically Donald Sutherland is like, a corrupt warden, and he wants to have Stallone's character transferred to a maximum security to serve out the time and really punish him. And mm. it's pr- pretty good. I think you'd like it. It's also got uh, somebody from our previous episode, uh, Sonny Lindham's in it. The Ooh. guy played Billy. He's in it. Nice. Bedlam. So, Future yes. star of Bedlam. Um, you, you, you might like that. I don't know. I feel like it might be something up your alley. I liked the other prison movie Sylvester Stallone was in. I can't remember the name of it. Um, um, he, like, escapes from prison. Plan. Yeah, that's, like, his job is to escape from prisons. There's, like, three of those movies, I think. Yeah, only one is 
matters. Yeah, it was just the first one. It's like there's good. two roadhouses, but no one we don't pay attention to number two. Nah. Uh, let's see. Worst supporting actor Ben Gazzara as Brad Wesley. They got to get the hell out of here with these Raspberry Awards. I know. Like hey. he's a phenomenal bad guy. <laughs> he's so he's such a good bad guy. He's like he's such a piece of crap. Oh, the winner was uh, Christopher Atkins in Listen to Me. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, DeForest Kelly in Final Frontier. Pat, man, Karate Kid, come on. Pat Morita. Donald Sutherland in Lockup. Golden Raspberry is just picking on the same movies. I know. Some crap, man. Worst, okay, worst director, same old movies we've already mentioned. Why don't they go after some of the horror movies that year? There were some crappy horror movies in 89. Well, the worst screenplay... Okay, this is... Well, worst screenplay, Harlem Knights won with Eddie Murphy. God. Yeah. Worst actor for the decade was Sylvester Stallone for Cobra, Lockup, Over the Top, Get Out of Here, Rambo First Blood, Part 2, Rambo 3, Rhinestone, so, Rocky so. 4, and Tango and Cash. So, like, they, they just think all the Rockies are just shit, huh? All the Rambos are shit. Man, like, I don't know. I don't get that. It's, I think it's just jealousy is what it is. Worst actor for the decade. I'm sure his uh, bank account begged to differ. <laughs> yeah. Man, get out of here, Raspberries. We don't need you. Anyway, uh... There is a, uh, speaking of Roadhouse, I mean, yeah, we mentioned Roadhouse 2. I don't acknowledge it, because apparently uh, Dalton dies off screen. <laughs> I've got a, there what's is, it called, a re- remake they're working There working is the on. remake with Jake Gyllenhaal, and they're filming it. He's a former UFC fighter at a bar in the Florida Keys. Yeah, we'll see what that's all about. Um, I got... I don't know if I'd say I have high hopes for it, but Jake Gyllenhaal is somebody that's an actor that's grown on me over the years. So if he, if he, you know, was pushing to do it and he's serious about it, it might be good. Yeah, I mean, he was just. I in, don't know. He was just. Um, we just reviewed him this week in uh, Far From Home as Mysterio. So, uh, I guess we can jump into the cast here. Um, I mean. I, you could either argue there's a lot of people to talk about or just very few, but uh, there's probably like four main people to talk about, and then you know there's if you watch the movie over and over again, I'm sh- you know you you know everybody like I do, but yeah, it's oh, probably like only like four to talk about for real. Which reminds me, history with the movie. Um, you'll probably be surprised by mine that this was the second time I've ever seen it. Really? Yeah. I really yeah, like I, it. I own it. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm surprised by that. So what happened was... Uh, what was it? 2019, I want to say. Some friends of mine... Uh, I guess they had watched just some random YouTube video about it. And they just called me one day and they're like, you got to come over, we're watching Roadhouse tonight. I'm <laughs> like, what? Why? They're like, oh, well, we just watched a YouTube video on it, and it looks amazing. I'm like, all right. So I went to Family Video and rented it. I later went and bought it when Family Video went out of business, so (laughs) I had to keep it in the family. 
so went down uh, to where they lived. We watched Roadhouse. I'd never seen it, and uh, it was every bit as epic as they had uh, built it up as. Um, and we we enjoyed it. It was uh, it was a great movie. It's a great movie. To just invite some friends over, have some beers, just throw it on. Everybody exactly. will have fun. Dude, Roadhouse is the ultimate. Like, just kick your feet back and enjoy it, movie. Like, it's just Roadhouse is the shit. That's all. I mean, it's the shit. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like every movie we're gonna be reviewing. I mean, here, yeah, you could say that about, but Roadhouse especially. Like, honestly, this the title of this is movies for guys who like movies. To me, this is the ultimate movie like that. The movie I think of. It's not considered critically loved at all, but it's just the shit, and it's definitely a guy movie. Yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, critically, is it's like, is it a great movie? No, this it's is full probably of... the worst movie, like critically, that we're going to review out of all the movies we review. Yeah, it and might be. Yeah, and it's like, it's cliche. It's got the typical villain who wants to run the town. You know, <laughs> the, the only thing more cliche is the villain who wants to close the, the you know, the after school center to build a, you know, a high rise apartment or whatever. Uh, and that, yeah, I mean, it's, again, cliche, um, but it's like, who cares? It's just awesome. It's just a fun ride. Like, yeah. you, t- you move all this, move all that aside except for all the faults that it has and just enjoy the ride. Absolutely. Um, well, I guess we can jump into a few of the characters, although... Uh, uh, my history of the movie, by the way, oh, I've, yes. I've, I've, I probably, it's probably about the same age I was when I saw Predator, probably like five or six. I remember watching this movie with my grandma when I was a kid. She liked Patrick Swayze and Sam Elliott, so, yeah. I, I remember watching it when I was youngster and liking it. And, you know, same deal with Predator. It's like I didn't really get a lot of the jokes and some of that stuff until I got a bit older. But I always thought it was a cool movie. Well, we'll start with the villain, as uh, even though he was nominated. Ben Gazar as Brad Wesley. The, I mean, uh, he played his part perfectly. How, how can he be nominated for Golden Raspberry? Yeah, I mean, what do you... like? I don't understand what they're looking for. Like I don't he, either. He's a villain who, I mean, it's Jasper, Missouri, and he just wants to run the town, and like what that's, is, that's yeah. what he wants. And like what's course, what's so flagrantly bad about that, right? <laughs> like, of course, he's going to be this over the top, like uh, wacky villain. Like what? What do you expect? <laughs> you know what it was? It's was probably the scene where he was driving on the highway. That's what did him in. Yeah, could like be. nope, that's that's a bridge too far across. Can't have that. <sighs> I, but yeah, I I loved him in this. I mean, I do too, dude. He's awesome. He's an awesome, bad guy. Yeah, he's like pure, he's just straight up evil. He is straight up evil. Everything yeah. about him. There's nothing redeemable about him whatsoever. <laughs> that's a good point. And he's got like great henchmen. That's always mm-hmm. a good sign of a bad guy. You got the, the well, except duck. for that one guy because he's a bleeder. That's true. But you got the 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 guy looks like Chumley. He's like yes. the the out of shape henchman who's a coward. <laughs> um, you got uh, what was the dude? Tiny Ray Taylor, Tiny Ron Taylor, the actor who was uh, a hero cast alum. He was in the Rocketeer. But yeah, he played Mountain, the big the big boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is dipshit uh, nephew, the bartender guy <laughs> who was skimming. 
Skimming the till. Oh, um... Pat uh, the bartender. Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, yeah, I can't remember Re- his name. Uh, uh, yeah, the, but, uh, the other guy was mentioned. Uh, Jimmy Reno, that was the... Uh, he got the other henchman. Like, the one henchman that was, like, fully competent, Jimmy Reno. And even him... Oh, yeah, Jimmy, yeah. Even he was a great villain. Like, he sets the dude's house on fire and then rides off on his motorcycle and does the big villainous laugh. Oh, yeah, he he definitely needed to have a mustache to twirl. Like, he was big-time cartoon villain. He was great, too, in his role. Yeah, apparently he raped men in prison, too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, that's uh, a choice. Um, he wanted to try Dalton out. He heard he was good. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so I, I thought you were good, boy. <laughs> uh, of course, Sam Elliott as Wade Garrett. The uh, legend. I mean, it looked way different than any other movie he's been in. I like sure. the long hair look. It worked for him. I mean, has anybody ever been cooler than Wade Garrett in Roadhouse? I mean, maybe Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse, but that's... <laughs> That'd be about it. I would say Wade is cooler. He's just he's just older. <laughs> That's true. I uh, I mean, as as like the old um, I don't know what you call him, like the mentor or yeah yeah, as just I mean, the old mentor who comes in and he's kind of like a father figure, I think, Tom. Yeah, I have a degree. Fatherly figure. He's great. Sam Elliott's great. Is Wade Garrett. The moment he shows up, he's just he's just cool the entire time he's on the screen. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, main event: Patrick Swayze as apparently the sequel. Like he only calls him in Wikipedia it says James Dalton. He only calls himself Dalton in the movie. Yeah. And apparently in Roadhouse Two, which his name is Dalton James. So I don't know. Just yeah, call him Dalton and ignore I think Roadhouse too. Something to do. It's like his his uh, hospital paperwork flash to show his name, like it was actually James Dalton. But nobody calls him. Everybody calls him Dalton. Like yeah. his name, his his cast uh, credit name at the end credits just says Dalton. It doesn't say anything about James Dalton. So yeah. we're calling him Dalton. I'm gonna call him Dalton. The most. This guy makes more life-changing decisions just in without thinking about it than any movie character I've ever seen. Like, move across the country for a new job? All right. Buy a car? All right. Move he, doesn't, he doesn't fly. It's too dangerous, but he's a bouncer. Move, move into this new house without looking at anybody else? All right. Yeah. Just all these decisions. He just rolls with it. $100 a month? Sure. Yeah. If it, if it makes you right with the church, sure. I thought is what did he get? he got paid uh what is it five thousand up front? It was five hundred a night, five thousand up front and five hundred a, a night, and then all medical bills. So a hundred dollars a month ain't shit, man. That's nothing. And I'm assuming he works what two nights a week, maybe maybe three. Probably. That's good money for eighty nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's probably like triple that now, but. That's true. yeah. Going right for that, probably. As as someone who's been in a security, that we, I did not make five hundred dollars a shift. No, that'd be pretty nice. No. Quick mention to uh, Kelly Lynch, his doc. Yeah. 
shoot, I honestly, uh, I never thought, you know, pretty much anything else that she was, you know, smoke show, but I thought she was a smoke show in this movie. <laughs> but she's pretty hot in this one. Yeah, there's a lot of boobs in this movie. <laughs> yes, there are. <laughs> and for $10 uh, a breast, you can kiss them, Ed. <laughs> it's so funny. I had a... Uh... This was a long, long time ago. It was a drunken night out on Ohio State's campus, and I, I had a friend of mine who did pay a girl twenty dollars to to flash him, and it made nice. me think of that. And uh, <laughs> well, at least he had the twenty bucks, right? He did, and I'll never forget what he did. I was standing next to him, so I got him for free, but. I'll, I'll never forget when he when she did it. He's like, "Ooh, nice. Mind if I suck on those?" <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And she's like, "No." I'm like, "Hey, hey at least he went for it." I mean, took a shot. <laughs> I just lost it. I'm like, he was dead serious too. He's like, hey, "Shoot or already, shoot." Yeah, she already popped him out. I mean, what's the worst she's gonna say? No. Yeah, that's what she, she already said. gave her your twenty bucks. She already has it. Uh, he didn't remember doing it too. That's the funny part. Because the next morning he woke up, he's like, "Where'd my other twenty go?" <laughs> I had to tell him what happened, and uh, he like, oh, he right, had no yeah. memory of that. Which <laughs> uh, spent uh, twenty dollars in worse ways. <laughs> yeah, well, I had uh, the gambling week from hell, so I spent more than twenty. Uh, <laughs> what did I go like one and eleven? Like, how is that even possible? How was I that bad? A coin could be better. And like every pick I made, I'm like, yeah, this makes a lot of sense, and it did. <laughs> but every single one in eleven, I'm like, all right, I need a break. This is yep. this is going so poorly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um. So yeah, I uh, as I mentioned off air, I took very few notes for this because this is just an ultimate just riff movie and just talk about stuff that was cool, but. I will set up the plot. So you have uh, Dalton, who's a bouncer at this New York bar, or a cooler, rather. Yeah, the cooler, for sure. And, uh, you know, he seems to be doing pretty good. He's then recruited by Frank Tillman to be the head of uh, security at this Kansas City bar called the Double Deuce. The Double Douche. Yep. And that's, he gave the offer we mentioned, and uh, he's just like, all right. So, so bandstands all yours, Oscar. I'm out of here. <laughs> I can't even imagine like uh, living like that. But that's that's kind of what makes him cool. He's just like, yeah, it's a city. He's, it's got everything a, I need, right? He majored in philosophy. Ed. You don't think the same. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, it's like, you know, like I, I even if pain I don't, pain don't hurt, Ed. Pain don't hurt. Well, even if I was like. I'm trying to think when I was at my most, I guess in my mid to late twenties or so, when I was like not not really tied to anything. Even then, if like a job offer came, I wouldn't just be able to be like, well, let me let me just go ahead and do it. Like you're not just gonna flip the keys to somebody and say this is car's yours, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, he also gave his car away. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I had a job offer once in. Uh, um, God, this was a million years ago when I did radio. It was, uh, it was for, uh, to, 
not for the Oakland A's, but for like a, a radio station that was wanting to cover them. Mm-hmm. And I agreed, and then the whole thing fell through, which is fine because I don't want to be associated with such a bad team. But uh, <laughs> but no, I, I did accept on that very phone call where they called. Um, but yeah, it didn't didn't pan out. But uh, that's about as close as it came. But even then, it's like. I knew that's what I wanted to do, so it's a little bit different. Anyway. Um, so he goes to the Double Deuce, and his first night he just kind of surveys the staff. Um, of course, we meet Terry Funk. He's one of the bouncers, very hot-tempered. Maybe he takes things a little too far. <laughs> he did body slam a customer. Um, yeah, told Dalton, said, you're out of here, too, if you're not drinking. Yeah. And uh, I've never, <laughs> I've uh, well, I'll ask this: Have you ever been in a bar as bad as not probably not as bad as this one, but anything um, close? I've been to a bar before that completely cleared out with like a massive bar fight, and I was I was in it, but I wasn't like a focal point of the fight. But I was like having to defend myself, and I stopped somebody from hitting somebody I knew with like a beer bottle. Like, I, I stopped him from behind. Oh, jeez. So, I mean, I, I saw, like, a full-on bar brawl breakout, but, I mean, not this place is probably, like, a nightly deal. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I was driving outside, and I was, like, there was a bar at the end of the street, and I was driving towards it, and then I saw, like, the doors fly open, and, <laughs> like, a bunch of people poured out. So, <laughs> that was similar, where it's, like, and then they just started fighting everywhere. Like, there was two dudes, like, right in front of my car, punching each other. I was, like, holy shit. This is crazy. Um, I haven't been in a full-on brawl uh, bar fight. I've had, you know, you have people bump into you and they try to start shit, and uh, yeah. Or I've had two people fighting and they <laughs> collide into you and almost knock you over. Uh, but nothing, nothing too. I've had a guy. Uh, he threatened to fight me, and he's like, "Let's take it outside." And I had this was uh, I had to be like Dalton, and uh, <laughs> I was. I didn't do it because, well, for starters, I know this bar. I know for a fact this bar has uh, cops that wait right outside. It's kind of an entrapment thing, but like, no, I'm not taking it out or I'm not fighting because it's like security's going to throw you out. The cops are going to see security threw you out, and they're going to pick you right up and say, "Oh, public drunkenness." So it's like yep. it's not uh, not worth it. But um. And then, well, okay, the worst bar was a bar I used to love in college called Sky Bar, and this was my favorite bar. I knew everyone that worked there, and business started to slow down a little bit, and they made the disastrous decision to say, you know what, let's let 18 and up in. Oh, no. And it's like, you, you let 18 and up in. Which really has no financial benefit because it's like they pay cover and you give them a wristband, but then it's like they take the wristband off, they get alcohol, you get fined. There's a lot more risk involved yeah, than the profit you might make. It's so stupid. And it's like when I when I started to go there, it's like, yeah, there were a lot more people, but uh, man, it's like the crowd, it was just like fights and just like, Kids that you could tell couldn't hold their liquor. And just it was just, immature bullshit. Yeah, yeah it, was, it felt like a prom gone wrong, and it was just like, this sucks. <laughs> like this. And um, 
it's funny because it was on campus and Ohio State kicked them out because they're like, we're tired of sending our campus police to you. So uh, we're tired of paying for that. So you're gone. And uh, they moved off campus and like shut down like a month or two later. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. That was, that was a real, that, that sucked. Cause that was, that was a really uh, a great place. I, I spent a lot of money there, but had a lot of fun, but uh tragic ending. But nothing like the double deuce. <laughs> um, nothing quite like that. No. So then this is uh, this is kind of what sets up the movie. The next day, where Dalton he gets a new car because he knows what's going to happen to his, and he gets tires. He puts the tires in the trunk because he knows what's going to happen. Yep. And he rents a room, and place he rented is right next to old Brad Wesley, uh, millionaire, just a uh, entrepreneur. Yeah, he flies his helicopter over the guy's farm, which spooks out all his horses, and he has loud parties, um, which, I mean, he's in the country. He's allowed to have loud parties, and those parties look pretty awesome, so I can't really fault him for that. <laughs> he's just just, uh, just a nice guy living wildly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Dalton... He just wants to improve Jasper. That's all he wants to do. Yeah. Well, Dalton's first day, and this is where we we set up the whole plot. So, first day, he fires Terry Funk because uh, he's got a hot temper. Yeah, he doesn't have the right mindset yeah. for, the, for the job. He's like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> There's always barber college. <laughs> um, he fires a waitress for selling drugs. He fires another dude for uh, having sex on the job. Yeah. Uh, which I loved. He's like, I'm on break. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on it. <laughs> and then he fires the bartender yep. for skimming. And that's where things get, uh, that's where things get bad for, for Dalton. Cause the bartender was, uh, he was what? The nephew of Brad. Yep. Yeah. Yep. His and, sister's only son, I think is what it was. Yep. And, Brad is also the supplier of alcohol to this bar. He also extorts all the local businesses, Mm -hmm. uh, makes them pay, and uh, he also, um, and if they don't pay, well, we see what happens. He he torched one business, Um, he ran ran through another with a Bigfoot monster truck. Yeah, he's got his ways. He's getting his 10% one way or another. Yeah, which I, I, the first time I saw, well, the only time I saw this other than today, uh, as soon as that truck showed up on screen, I was like, that's Bigfoot. I knew yeah. exactly. I, I watched all the monster trucks as a kid. I was always a Gravedigger fan, but I knew Bigfoot when I saw it, which I think uh, Bigfoot's retired. But Took you all the way back to Halloween Havoc 95, doesn't it? Yes, it did. Even before that, I've got a uh, what? What? Um, it was a VHS tape I had as a kid called "Blood, Sweat, and Gears." Oh boy! <laughs> I think it's on YouTube actually, and they have the AWA champion Sergeant Slaughter and wow. his uh, his battalion, which I guess were just a bunch of indie workers, and they did a tug of war with Bigfoot, <laughs> <laughs> which. 
the fact that they made it close and competitive was was fun, but it's like this monster truck would just bowl all these people over no problem. <laughs> like, what are we even pretending for? But uh, it's it's so great. It's so eighties. I loved it. But yeah, I watched the I watched the hell out of that tape. So I know Bigfoot when I see him. He just had his logo painted over. Um, yeah. But yeah, and this this uh, this whole uh, this whole rivalry because now. Brad's like, okay, this uh, this Dalton guy, he fired my nephew. He won't rehire him. He's he is cleaning up the bar. I mean, we do see it gradually get a little bit better. You know, they removed the chicken wire from front of the musicians. Well, and and he's also got a, Dalton's also got his claws dug in on uh, Brad Wesley's ex. That's what really sets him off too, over the top. Oh yeah, the doc. Yep. Yeah. And, so he uh, just really had it in for Dalton after that. Yeah, and he couldn't be he couldn't be bought, so it's like, all right, well, we you know we got to have a war now. So, you know, honestly, I've thought about this. Like, if maybe if the doc wasn't in the picture, I would think wouldn't Brad Wesley want the bar to be really successful, <laughs> make him a bunch of money, make him more money? Yeah, I, would I mean, too, yeah. I feel like it'd be like a casino in that town. It'd be like the biggest, you know, the main source of revenue probably. Yeah, well, that was the thing. Is like Frank wanted to remodel it. He's like, you know, this was a great bar, and now it's a real dump. And yeah, you know, I want it to go back to the way it was. And you know, um, he won the, and he does remodel it at one point. So yeah, because it looks like an old saloon almost. Like it's wore down when Dalton gets there, and then it looks a lot nicer the next time we see it. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to just think of like. <laughs> Oh, almost forgot. Uh, I think this was before Dalton showed up, or as he was sh- in the process of showing up to Double Deuce, where there, the rumors and the the legend of the great uh, uh, Dalton James, where it's like he once pulled a man's throat out. He once, uh, yeah, ripped a man's throat out, and they're like, "Oh yeah. no way!" Yeah, which uh, that'll come back. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> he- one of the all-time great scenes because I remember watching it and just hoping, dude. Oh, please, please be this and uh, yeah, whatever. We'll get to it. I don't, I don't dude, need that, to follow that, the plot. That scene, that is the pinnacle of guys who like movies. Movies for guys who like movies. That scene right there. Oh yeah. Everything, everything from the explosion to the end, the ending of that scene. I would say. That's what that's what represents this segment of movies. Because <laughs> it's it's Jimmy Reno who's the number one henchman, <laughs> and he's about the only guy who can go toe to toe with uh, with Dalton. He's definitely better than Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's scrappy. Oh, but, Sam's uh, old. Sam's old. Give Jimmy, him a pass. yeah, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy purposely targeted Sam to uh, you know to beat him down a little bit. Yep. Send a message and called him out. Jimmy had just uh, set fire to uh, Dalton's, uh, I guess, landlord, <laughs> his house, and they have this fight. Jimmy's winning. I used to f guys like you in prison. <laughs> All right. And then Dalton should have just been like, note it. Dalton, I'm flattered. <laughs> can we keep fighting? I'm flattered, but can, can we? Let's hurry this up. Dalton, uh, Dalton's like a mass, like a kick master. Like, 
if the only way to beat Dalton is to get within, like, you know, get in between uh, you and the length of his leg. Otherwise, you're screwed. Yeah, you got to make those legs irrelevant. Yeah, and even then, then he can just rip your throat out. Yeah, he he's got a backup plan, Jimmy. So <laughs> he's he's pretty much uh, indestructible. Like you can't. <laughs> there's no weakness. Dalton could have took the predator down. <laughs> well, I think so. Could rip we'll his throat right out. As we'll get into one of my quotes. Um, but yeah, he as I mentioned, he. Uh, he does turn things around. He's got all the rules. And he's like, well, you know, you got to uh, be nice. That was his main rule. Is like, you know, take it outside. There's no fighting in the bar. Which, that's, yeah. that's a good thing. If people see fights outside, I mean, it's not great, but at least the people inside feel they don't know what's happening. And then, um, you know, the be nice part. That's... Uh, that was that's a that's a tricky one because that's as someone who worked security that's always tough. <laughs> it's like the customer's always right almost. Yeah, I've had like you uh, have to eat some shit sometimes. In my my first week of working at security at a casino, I had the guy that was training me. Um, some guy just spit on him because they were arguing. He was arguing about something, and he spit on him, and he just had to stand there and be like, okay. Like I looked in his, I looked at his face, and I know he just wanted to just punch this guy, but mm. you can't. So um, that was the so only, to, that was the only spitting incident, luckily. So <laughs> had to pull a Mick Foley and just take it, huh? Yeah, but uh, there's been times where it's like you just sit there and you're like, yep, yeah, all right, and uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's right though. You got to be nice because then you the the person arguing just. They have no ammunition, really. You know, they run out of steam. So it's yeah. a it's a good uh, it's a good good tactic to use. Best scene in this movie, by the way, is uh, the scene after Reds gets burned down. Oh, is um that the when, car dealership? When they're in the when they go back into the double deuce and Brad's in there and ordering the drink and all oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best scene in the movie. We yeah. haven't got there yet. Yeah, we can jump around. It's no big deal. Yeah, um, yeah that's the... Uh, the got girls. excited about Jimmy earlier, <laughs> so we got off track. Well, Dalton doesn't like uh, women jo- uh, dancing on tables and, and being lewd. He, uh, he he doesn't care for that. Apparently <laughs> not. No, and uh, yeah, some girl was on the stage and did a striptease, and uh, Dalton's just like, okay, yep, I see you. Those are nice, and then puts her down. And told Brett Wesley said, "If you're gonna have a pet, you should keep it on a leash." <laughs> and that's what he said. I agree. And then he yelled for Jimmy. The old Jimmy boy came in there and put on an exhibition. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, that's honestly that that's the scene I think of the most in Roadhouse. When I think of one scene, it's that one. See, mine's mine's either I have I have two. One is either the monster truck, just because of my love of Bigfoot, but where uh, he just the car dealership didn't pay their ten percent, so he just runs Bigfoot through the dealership. Um, you had insurance, didn't you? <laughs> that was yeah. The, yeah, the dealer says this to the guy who the car. Uh, what did he, he had like a general <laughs> store, I guess. 
Yeah. And uh, it gets burned down. It's like, oh, you had insurance. And then <laughs> Bigfoot runs through the dealership. You had insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel too good, does it? Didn't no. <laughs> <do> it. <laughs> uh, so that's one of my favorite scenes. The other one is... Your uh, this may not be your favorite movie, but your favorite GIF of all time has to uh, be in, in the in the little <laughs> diner the, the next morning. Yes, yes. Um, just Sam Elliott dancing with Doc, and then Patrick Swayze just looking on like, yeah. <laughs> then they exchange their little little smirks. Yeah, that's great. Yes, that's that's uh, one of the best gifts ever. That's a good one. I'm not even entirely sure what it means, but I just love it. <laughs> I, uh, when I use it, I just, I use it as a good thing. I don't know. I, I, it represents a lot of stuff. It can be goofy or, you know, funny. I don't know. To me, it's just like you're kind of acknowledging something with your friends. Like something's awesome or funny to you guys. I don't know. Yeah. See, it's, the a, first... it's a brother moment. They're like brothers, basically. Yeah. Well, the first time I remember seeing it, I thought like, like Patrick Swayze's just like, <laughs> like he's like the third wheel almost is what it looked like and then once I got more context and saw the movie I was like okay that's not what it means because nah. I saw the give way before we you know we even had group chats but uh, it's it's popular but uh, that and be nice that's another popular gift from this movie yep. uh, the, of course the throat ripping scene is, is, is classic oh yeah um, that would be my third one yeah, probably. Uh, and then we get, like, the, the finale, also great, where, first off, Dalton just uh, sends his car at all, all the henchmen. Well, and, we got to uh, we gotta get to where why he sent his car. Why why he why he resorted to doing that. <laughs> oh, old, old Wade. <laughs> that's true. I almost forgot. Yeah, uh, so Sam Elliott got... Got roughed up, and then, um, you know, Dalton leaves. Comes back the next morning. Wait, uh, Sam Elliott's still on the bar. He's like, "All right, wake up, old man." But Wade has been stabbed. Yeah. R.I.P. to the realist one. Absolutely. Yeah, old old. Uh... Old Brad Wesley gave him an ultimatum. He said, I'm going to flip a coin here. You, you uh, decide who's going to get it, Doc or Wade. Yeah, and the note said it was Tails. Yep. So, James, or rather Dalton, um, he gets into, he gets enraged, and he just sends the car at uh, all the henchmen, which, by the way, Terry Funk has joined the uh, the bad guy. <laughs> I always think that's hilarious. It's like he just, he got so mad about getting fired. He's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm taking this money. I'm being a henchman now. <laughs> what was he supposed to do? He said. Barber, you know, Barber College. That would have been the other choice. Right, probably make more with Brad Wesley, I guess. Did, maybe I missed it. Did Terry, Terry Funk didn't get killed, did he? Or did. Um. Because the two got, one got stabbed. I don't remember him getting killed now. Well, I two, remember the nephew getting killed and the guy with the knife because Dalton says it was tails again and then he stabs him. Yeah, and then because that was his knife, clearly, because he rips it out of the out of the car and he puts it back into his knife holder. So he's the one that killed Wade. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I think uh I think the last we see of old Terry Funk is he's just shooting at the car. Maybe he gets run over. I don't know. He might have got knocked out, maybe. Yeah. I don't think I don't remember Dalton killing him though. Only people that get killed at the end there are the nephew that the knife guy and um what's his name? Uh Brad Brad Wesley. I think that's it. Terry Funk is kind of like Billy Gunn. Like, they're really <laughs> huge. You just don't think about them being huge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Terry Funk's definitely, I mean, in the industry, he doesn't seem like it because the industry is full of giants, especially back then. But, like, compared to a lot of, you know, normal folks, he, he stands out. Yeah, I mean, next to Pat, he was, he was real big in this movie. And then. Yeah, he's pretty jacked looking for Terry Funk. Yeah. And then, uh,. I've seen Billy Gunn at a casino, and I I looked up. I'm like, holy crap, that guy's like six seven. I mean, he wasn't, but like he's a, like a legit what six four or something. Though, yeah, he's, he's pretty big. Well, the first thing I noticed was like a wrestling shirt, and uh, and then I looked. I'm like, God, that guy's huge. And then as he walked closer, it's Billy Gunn just vaping, vaping like a <laughs> madman. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. I thought about saying something, but he was talking to somebody, so I didn't want to. You 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 a big ass man? Oh yeah, the biggest. Got too much. That woman has too much brains to have an ass like that. Um, yeah, I was I was I was trying to see Terry Funk get killed, but I don't recall it. So I don't think he does. But yeah, he, I might have in the in the commotion. I might have just never really noticed exactly what happens to him though. He might might have got knocked out or something. But yeah, he was definitely in the group, you know, all shooting at the car. Yeah. It was coming. And then after that, I don't think you see him again. Okay. I I thought that was correct, so. Uh, So yeah, he he goes in, he kills all the henchmen. Well, one, the guy looked like Chumley. He just throws a bear on him who he just doesn't even, he just shoots this statue falling on top of him, which is great. He didn't see anything because the polar bear fell on him. That's what he says. That's what he says at the end. So you see anything? He's like, I didn't. He's like a polar bear fell on me. And then we get the fight at the end of Dalton and uh, Brad in the trophy room. Brad's a big uh, trophy hunter. Yeah. Elizabeth, the... the doc, was the biggest trophy he ever landed. Yeah, he had a giraffe. <laughs> Of course he did. Of course he's, Brad Wesley had a giraffe. He's one of those people that like posts on Instagram those photos that always go viral of a holding up a dead animal. It's like yep. some majestic animal. It's like, here I am. I just murdered this elephant. Yep. But, yeah, the biggest trophy of all is your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Dalton's, not uh, Doc's. Although Doc's is probably better. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and then they yeah. have their, uh, you know, their big fight, which uh, not much of one because uh, the whole townsfolk just shoot the hell out of Brad. <laughs> well, yeah, Dalton was gonna kill him, and then she, the doc, shows he was up. Gonna and, rip the throat out. He was, yeah. he was going for the throat rip. <laughs> she uh, convinced him not to, and then old Brad, you know, the coward that he is, was gonna shoot him with his back turned. Yeah, and then all the townsfolk shoot up. We get the. Uh, the old, uh, I, I guess this would be from like the school of RoboCop special effects when like you get shot, it's like 
a big explosion in your body. <laughs> yeah, it was like paint splattering all over the shirt. Yeah, that's what I think of when I think when I see uh, like with RoboCop. It's like when you get shot, it's like a whole your whole whatever gets shot, like that whole area of your body just blows up, and yep. uh, <laughs> um, and that's what happened to old Brad, and uh, he didn't make it. Yeah, R.I.P. to a jackass. Mm-hmm. He was a bad, a great bad guy though. Yeah, he, he really was, was. He really was. Like I said, he's just the 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 town jerk. I mean, he you know, no redeeming qualities except well, the parties. The parties were good. <laughs> I would have I would have signed up for those. Yeah, he offered Dalton a Bloody Mary, offered him breakfast, you know. Yeah, and, and the party, I mean, he lived out in the country, so it's not like you can say he was being a jerk. I mean, the the helicopter was a little excessive. He brought uh, JCPenney's and Sears and all that to town. You know, he's, he's helping him, make him a better place there, you know? Yeah, and he, he, he the extortion is a little rough, but... You know, out of the kindness of his heart, he's only taking 10%. That's the way you gotta look at it. <laughs> only 10%. You gotta leave him something to make a living on. It's like, what are you gonna do? Call the sheriff? Like, now he owns the sheriff. Like, well, I got yeah. a buddy in the Springfield FBI office, and they won't do that. So, well, I've got uh, ten quotes. Actually, I'll just do nine, and then I'll save the last one for the end. All right. And then we can rate this. Um, starting with number ten, we got. Uh, start off with old Terry Funk, actually, where he's like. <laughs> You know, I heard you had balls big enough to come in a dump truck, but I look, but you don't look like much to me. And then Dalton replies with, "Opinions vary." <laughs> I love that line too. I was hoping you'd have it. <laughs> yes, a, a solid way to kick off the list. Such, and then, such uh, a Dalton line. This is one that, uh, I mean, you could kind of use this in call center training. Where uh, Steve's worried about, like, oh, you know, what if what if they say this, what if they say that? And he's like, oh, you know, words are just used to incite a response. It doesn't mean anything. And Steve's like, what if somebody calls my mama a whore? And Dalton says... Is she? <laughs> it's great. And it's like, if she's not, then what are you worried about? <laughs> I mean, that's the way I look at it. I mean, that's what that philosophy degree will get you, Ed. Yeah. I mean, you know how many people on Facebook have told me that I have a, a mail-order bride as a girlfriend? It's like, okay. You, you realize people are... Not every single person is born in America that lives here. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they don't know that. Uh, speaking of uh, females, that brings us to number eight. From old Wade, some great marriage advice. I got married to an ugly woman. Don't ever do that. Just takes the energy right out of you. From red, red, not Wade. Oh yeah, red. Was it? Yeah, red? he's like, I'm, okay. yeah, it was red. He's like, I'm yeah. married. He's like, got married. An ugly woman. Don't ever do that. Just takes the energy right out of you. <laughs> well, it's, that is good advice. He's trying I mean, to help. I don't I think mean, Dalton would ever have that problem. To be fair to Dalton, no. Patrick Swayze was. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'll say it. He was a hot guy. <laughs> I mean. Uh, yeah, Patrick Swayze, uh, he probably never had any problems in that department. No, I mean, People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive in 1991. I mean... Well, point break, Swayze. Yeah. 
I mean, his piercing blue eyes. And... What was it that... Uh... He had cancer, didn't he? That's what killed him? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. R.I.P. to a real one. Yep. I know. He had, He was... Uh... He's I mean, a good actor. Just, just think, he'd be in like the Expendables movies now if he were still with us. Who uh, knows? Who knows what all he would have done? I know. I'm sure he would have gotten into a Marvel movie or two. Uh, number se- number seven. We've already mentioned it, but it's worth saying again. A polar bear fell on me. <laughs> number six. Uh, this is a good one. You're too stupid to have a good time. Yeah, that's a good one. When he has the uh, the blade in his boot, mm-hmm. he yanks him by the boot and pulls his ass outside. Which <laughs> is stupid. I have a good time. Uh, where was I? That was oh number five. I already mentioned this one, but that gal's got too many brains to have an ass like that. Oh, Wade Garrett. That was Wade, and uh, yeah, Doc I, was like I said. Doc was a smoke show. That movie. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, number four. This is part of the rules. I had to get some of the rules in there, but this, I think, was the best one. It <clears> says, <throat> I want you to be nice till it's time to not be nice. <laughs> yep. Of course, they say, well, how will we know that? And it's like, I'll let you know. <laughs> he's like, you won't. I'll, yeah, he's like, you won't. I'll, I'll, I can't remember if it says, I'll tell you or I'll let you know. I think it is, I'll let you know. Like, yeah. you won't. I'll let you know. Basically, Dalton's job was to not... I mean, he was going to be nice, but when when it was time to not be nice, that's when he shows up and is not nice. Yeah. Uh, number three. This is uh, great advice. This is how I think maybe Dalton <sighs> could take the Predator. <clears throat> uh, take the biggest guy in the world, shatter his knee, and he'll drop like a stone. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Dalton loves to just kick knees and just uh, tear your, your, your ligaments and tendons in your knee. And, I mean, he's not wrong. No, but you hit somebody there, they're going to drop. As someone who fractured his knee, I dropped immediately. Yep. <laughs> uh, number two comes from the townsfolk. Oh, good line. This is our town, and don't you forget it. Yep. Then he, blow, then he blows Brad away. Because <laughs> old Brad had the audacity to tell him it was his town earlier in the movie. Because mm-hmm. after he uh, drove, uh, they had old Bigfoot drove through the the car lot, and he's just <laughs> you know just smugly says, "This is my town. Don't you forget it." Well, before we get to number one, it's time to rate this movie. What are we giving Roadhouse? Well. I mean, this movie, you know, Raspberries Be Damned, you know, it's got its faults, but entertainment-wise, and something I rewatch all the time, like, it's it's a 10 in that aspect of it. If I was putting a critic hat on, I'd probably split that split it in half or give it a 6 or something, you know, but I don't care. I, I mean, it's a, it's a 10 to me. Like, it's always going to be one of my favorite rewatchable movies. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Um... Some of the movies we're going to do actually are... I mean, Predator was, was critically well-received. Um, yeah, there's a big difference you know, between Predator and this movie. Yeah. Like, there's mean, a 10 for Predator is way different than a 10 for this. 
Yeah, and any given Sunday had some good critic reviews. But the 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 point of movies for guys who like movies isn't to look at it as a critic critical movie. That's really more. I'll kind of do that with the the normal hero cast. I mean, I'll grade a little bit on a curve. Um, you know, but uh, for the most part, it's like you're grading how fun the movie is and. And that's really what the point of movies for guys who like movies is. Can you turn this on at a party and get people talking about it and watching it and having fun? And the answer is yes. I mean, I um, I mean that was literally in in maybe this speaks to 2019 not being the most exciting year, <laughs> but that was one of the highlights of the year. I uh, was just that it was just a great guys' night, just hanging out with the boys, throwing on some Roadhouse. I'm and jealous ordered, that you got ordered, to do that, Ed. Ordered pizza. Well, what was great about it is, uh, unfortunately, 2020 ended this tradition. But in the summer, we we had decided um, like we're all going to get together each month and just basically do this. Movies for guys who like movies. And Roadhouse yeah. was the first. Um, what else? We did Point Break, Big Trouble Little China. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting one or two. I mean, it was only in the summer, so there was only like three or four. But, uh, but yeah, Roadhouse, and we're like, we're gonna do it again next year. And then COVID, and I don't think we've done it since. And then some of my friends had kids. Like, I guess. Yeah, some if you like, like, so I much guess if that. you like sex, I mean, whatever. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd rather watch Roadhouse, but okay, if you want to start a family, but if you want to use your penis, that's not, yeah. that's that's your decision. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's better to just be like Patrick Swayze and just sit on the, <laughs> your your barn roof and just smoke a pack of marbles right after. <laughs> after getting a kickboxing workout in. Yeah. It's it's really funny. It's like a sign of the 80s. Like Patrick Swayze's like smoking in every scene. <laughs> yep. Maybe that's what killed him. Might Sad. be. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. I feel... Oh, uh... I know there was at least one other movie, and I can't remember what it was. Might have been our movie we're doing next week, as of now that I think about it. Or no, it was one we wanted. Yeah, I actually bought it in anticipation of another guy's night, but we we never pulled it off. But which one were we doing next week? Next we... week, you can get on Max. It is Bloodsport. Oh, that's right. And yes, I did buy it in anticipation of. Uh, Getting to check it you out. Know, doing doing a, a guy's night for movies and. Uh, I'm jealous that you got to do that. Ed. Like I wish my first time watching it would have been something like that with some friends or something. That would have been fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, we we kind of did it uh, like 15 or 2015, 16, somewhere in there. We limited it to 80s action movies, and that was fun. I know Tango and Cash was was one of those. Commander or Commando. Commando, Commando, yeah, that was one of them. Um, I can't even think. Um, probably Terminator might have been one, but and you didn't do like Total Recall or anything like that. None of those other Schwarzeneggers. No, we were trying to stick with. Um, See, so that was what was <laughs> fun with this. It's like we were trying to stick with some of the movies that you don't find on like TV all the time. I mean, I know mm. Predator, but Predator, I mean, I just I wanted to review it. Um but like Terminator 2 is super common. Yeah. Um uh what else? I mean, Commandos let's 
lesser known. Oh, so for I guess sure. To- Total Definitely. Recall kind of in between on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I give this a 10 as well. I don't think I mentioned that. but oh, Yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's just a fun movie. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just it, the the movies for guys who like movies is movies for just guys who want to just watch movies with some friends and open some beers and order pizza or whatever. That's like, what it's for. If I wanted to really put a critic hat on, I could really pick this movie apart just like you could. But yeah, it's a fun movie and I enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, so far I gave Con Air a nine only because even even through all the fun. There's a couple things I just couldn't look past that were too convenient. Just a little too convenient. But still, it's a 9. I mean, that's super high. And you gave it a 10. Predator, double 10s. Roadhouse, double 10s. You know. But, uh, yeah, Bloodsport next week. It's on Max. Um, I mean, just a spoiler alert, I grew up on Bloodsport also. Like, I loved that movie when I was a kid. It just clicked. That's what it was. It was... uh, uh, Lionheart. That was the other oh, movie. Oh, okay. I'm glad. Okay. Another Van Damme classic. Yeah. Another Van Damme classic. That was a good one. That was the yeah. That was the fine. And then uh, I think during that, one of my friends said I'd never seen Bloodsport, and I'm like, oh, we got to see that. So I bought it, and that Lionheart was the last of the summer movie festival that we did. Oh well. Van Damme had like a pretty you know string of a lot of fun movies back then. Like back to back, they were oh, all. Yeah. A lot of them were at least watchable. Oh yeah, we, uh, Kayla and I did a bonus episode of. Uh, oh geez, what um, is it? I think yeah, kickboxer. Kickboxer. Yeah, yep. the one where he dips his. They they fight with the glass gloves or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Muay Thai. Yeah. Kickboxer. Yeah, that's a good one. I like Bloodsport better, but. Kickboxer's the classic too, though. As do I. As do I. Um, I was gonna say, have you seen? I think we've talked about it before. Sudden Death with him. You being a hockey fan, I think you'd like that one. Basically, it's Die Hard with Van Damme in it. It's like a Die Hard movie in, in a hockey arena. I haven't, but I wanted to. I actually, like it. <laughs> it seems like it's up your alley. Ed. I've I've actually wanted to see it ever since it was uh kind of sort of parried on the office with the threat level midnight it's like he's gonna blow up a hockey uh-huh. arena and it's they, they got the inspiration from that and i'm like oh yeah Dude, i need to see that they straight up did like a sort of sort of a remake of it also like the last couple of years michael J. white was in it he was uh the, the lead in it i think it might have been called sudden death or something or similar it was a similar title but it was like a similar uh, you know, similar premise. Michael uh, Jai White. He was the villain in uh, so, um, Soldier or Future Soldier or t- something, whatever the. Oh, what was that name of that? Oh, it was another Van Damme movie. Uh, Universal Soldier? Yeah, Universal Soldier. That's like a sequel it. or something? Yeah, it's uh, like got Bill Goldberg in it. and. Uh... Uh, it's like the third <laughs> one, maybe? Third or fourth one they did? Uh, I, I thought it was the second, but was the return is that what? Yeah, maybe the return. It might have been the second one. I, the maybe. first one was kind of it's kind of underrated. Lund, Lundgren's pretty good bad guy in it. Yeah, the third one is uh, or whatever the one I'm describing. It's not good, 
but um, <laughs> it, it does have, maybe other than Roadhouse, it does have my favorite kick ever delivered in a movie, which is Michael Jai White, like this, I think it was like some security guards, like, oh, you're not supposed to be here. And he just delivers like the fastest kick right to this guy's head. And it just, <laughs> it's like, I guess that killed him. It's like, probably. I'm okay with that. Like, just being like a super fast kick right to the head. And he's, it's he's like, a badass. That is like, a badass. Okay, that was super awesome. I, yep. Now let me name, I have to check now. Universal. It might be the return. I feel like it's probably the return. Is that that must be the third one then, right? Sounds like that would be the case. Because Goldberg got real popular in 97, 98. And the first um, Universal Soldier, I want to say it was like 92 or something like that. Yeah, this is So there 99. had to have been a... Okay, so yeah. So there had to have been a sequel in between. And this Ooh. was probably the third one. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, 5%. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Goldberg got a good little residual payoff that. That's that Time Warner money, huh? And then fans, 24%. <laughs> it's bad, don't get me wrong. But that, I mean, I'm sure that kick is on YouTube somewhere. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite movie kills in history. Yeah, I might have to check that out just to see that now. <laughs> I'll have to find that for you. But uh, I'll get out of here on this final quote. <clears throat> of course, it's from Dalton. The most badass quote in the movie. <clears throat> Pain don't hurt. Come on. A little bit of sunshine. A little bit of booze. A little bit of me. And a little bit of you. A little bit country, a little bit of blues, a little slice of heaven, and a little piece of you, come on.